Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, June 26th. I'm Wayne Pratt. The Planned Parenthood Clinic in St. Louis again has a license to provide abortions. Regulators issued that license yesterday following a months-long dispute with the state. More on that in just a bit. Also today, selling medical marijuana in Missouri is not expected to begin until at least late summer. Two cultivation sites started growing the drug this month, but they will not be immediately at full capacity. So I don't grow like a whole giant room and then harvest the room all at once because then I've got this huge amount of flour that I've got to process and I got to process it all at the same time. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll has more on the status of Missouri's medical marijuana program. As we mentioned, the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services has issued Planned Parenthood a license to provide abortions at its clinic in St. Louis. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, state officials declined to renew the organization's license last year, setting off a lengthy legal battle. Planned Parenthood sued state officials and accused the Governor Mike Parson's Republican administration of trying to limit access to abortions. A judge referred the issue to the state's Administrative Hearing Commission, which kept the clinic open during the dispute. A state commissioner ruled last month the department improperly denied Planned Parenthood its license. Regulators again inspected Planned Parenthood Reproductive Health Services on Forest Park Avenue and issued the license on Thursday morning. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. More parts of Illinois' economy open today. The state is moving into the next phase of reopening during the pandemic. Restaurants and bars can now offer indoor dining and other establishments like bowling alleys, museums, and movie theaters can open for the first time since the state shut down in March. Larger gatherings can now have up to 50 people. There is no timeline for when the rest of Illinois' economy will reopen. State officials say there needs to be a COVID-19 vaccine or other effective treatment or no new cases for a, quote, sustained period. Evictions will soon resume in St. Louis. The sheriff's office estimates up to 200 families per week could lose housing when courts reopen, which is slated for July 6th. Courts and the sheriff's office will have a backlog of evictions to process after they were paused in March. Arch City Defender's attorney Lee Camps says losing housing can be devastating. On that family, on the children in the family as they move from schools or they lose the comforts of their own neighborhoods and and whatnot, um, it, it really rattles your foundational understanding of what life is like day to day. Camps made those comments yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen suspended evictions during the COVID-19 pandemic stay-home orders but tenants were still kicked out of their homes this spring in other parts of Missouri, including Jefferson County. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen Committee, responsible for overseeing the city's finances, has voted to approve a bill related to airport privatization. That bill now moves to the full Board of Aldermen. If approved, the option to lease St. Louis Lambert International Airport would go to voters in November. More than one dozen people testified against the bill during yesterday's Ways and Means Committee meeting, including Daniel Donfro. She says it's a risky time to give up control of the airport from a 
financial perspective. The money that we could get today from privatizing the airport may not be what we could get in a year, in two years, if we wait until we know a little bit more or hopefully a lot more about what air travel is going to look like coming out of this pandemic. Others are criticizing the bill as being crafted to benefit special interests. That bill is sponsored by Board of Aldermen President Lewis Reed. Missouri's first medical marijuana sales were expected to begin this spring, but now they likely won't start until late summer or early fall. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports on the progress of the program and patients eager to have access to the medicine. Medical cannabis is officially being grown in Missouri. With the clearance given to two cultivation sites in early June, the drug is closer to being available to the tens of thousands of medical card holders in the state. The earliest that will happen is 12 weeks. That's John Curtis. He's the co-owner of Belief Medical in Earth City, the first cultivation site approved to begin growing in Missouri. He says it takes that long before the drug will be ready to send to a testing facility, a requirement before it can hit dispensary shelves. Each cultivation site is allowed to grow up to 30,000 square feet of cannabis, but they can't grow that all at once. Curtis says they will stagger planting. So I don't grow like a whole giant room and then harvest the room all at once because then I've got this huge amount of flour that I've got to process and I got to process it all at the same time. So instead, I stagger my plantings and I stagger my harvesting. So I have perpetually harvesting room. Finally, growing the plant is a really big deal for Missouri's program that started roughly one year ago. But it is monumental for one Missouri medical patient who has been forced to get her medicine illegally for years. I'm, I'm still not totally comfortable with it. Since purchasing medical marijuana is still illegal for Missourians despite being able to legally use it, identifying her could jeopardize her employment. This patient has a very rare autoimmune disease that took about half a decade to diagnose. It's called dermatomyositis, and she explains it this way. If you can imagine if lupus and muscular dystrophy had a baby, that's what dermatomyositis is. Symptoms include muscle weakness, skin rashes, open sores, basically a lot of pain. She also has fibromyalgia. Simply getting out of bed was a struggle, but treating this pain proved to be even harder. Becoming sick dramatically changed my life. And on top of that, I was in pain. So I was prescribed a lot of opioids. At one point, they were giving me a fentanyl patch. She finally found relief using medical marijuana, and she's completely opioid-free. But since Missouri's program isn't ready, she has to drive an hour to Illinois a couple times a month to purchase recreational marijuana, which is legal, but crossing back into Missouri is not. I mean, I have black market contacts, but for me, it is a medical thing. Even before COVID, I, would, I didn't want to meet some sketchy guy in a parking lot because I am in the open suppressed, right? Mm -hmm. So even before everybody was worried about viruses, I'm worried about the flu. Missouri's first medical sales were projected to begin by spring, but it was just a couple weeks ago that the Department of Health and Senior Services cleared the first cultivation site to begin growing the plant. Lyndall Fraker is the director of the program. Despite the economic effects of the coronavirus in Missouri, it didn't delay anything from his perspective. He says the holdup was receiving requests for final inspections for the facilities to grow, test, and sell cannabis. 
it wasn't like they were waiting on us uh, and we couldn't get out and do them because of the virus. Once we uh, got those requests, then it was just, you know, a week or two and we were able to get those done. At most, he says he has heard that some facilities had to halt construction for short periods of time due to the virus. Some of the facilities had a little bit of a slowdown with maybe subcontractors or something like that coming and working in their buildings or slowing down a little bit. Overall, Fricker says coronavirus didn't impact the program much. He says the department has yet to receive final inspection requests for any testing facilities, a necessary step before cannabis can be sold. And Fraker says the department has also not received inspection requests for any of the 192 dispensaries. But for Missouri patients, they still feel one step closer to getting their medicine safely and legally. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.